Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Jen Peters, and I am the nurse who wrote these shoes and this badge, and you're listening to the Hall of Mirrors podcast. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, we know of you course. have a soccer game to get to, so we don't want to hold you from that. We, we both have kids, so we know how important the sports are. And we know you've done um, a ton of interviews and, and podcasts and stuff, so uh, we thank you for, for coming on. Oh, um, I thank you. We, we started this uh, coverage back in April. Yes. And it, it just, uh, you know, I put up a, uh, a post, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my wife's a nurse, number one. And okay. so th- this whole, uh, thing really hit home. And, um, so I had seen a picture, uh, that was powerful of some nurses holding signs. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, yesterday's heroes, you know, I'm sure you've seen it. You might've seen huh. my post, and it was shared over 600,000 times. And so when that happened, uh, you know, Mike and I started this podcast uh, a couple years ago and, and COVID hit and we kind of just fizzled out and we weren't sure where we were going. Right. This, this happened and we're like, holy crap, this is, this is what we're meant to do. And all of a sudden our um, audience on Facebook exploded and that's awesome. turns out it's all, you know, it's mostly nurses, service members, mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. responders. And um, since then they have really, uh, tuned in to hear stories of hope, um, yeah. for help. Um, and so, so Jen, <laughs> Jen Peters uh, joins us today. Thank you so much. And, and of course I, I saw your famous post with your shoes and your badge and, and your, and your beautiful words. And, um, so I wanted to bring you on for maybe possibly a new audience. Um, and, oh. and I'm sure a lot of, a lot of them already know you. Um, and I wanted you to just kind of to give us uh, your story once again for the people that haven't heard it. Sure, sure. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Do you want me to start at the very yeah. beginning? So, so yeah, let, let, let's start at the beginning. Uh, first and foremost, um, I, I tend to do interviews almost like a, uh, a trial. <laughs> so, because uh, uh, okay. so, I, I like to get the, the background context yeah. uh, before we really get into the meat and potatoes of it. We just have so, to remember we, we have very limited. Yeah. Time so, today. all right. So, I'll, I'll expedite this. This will be a uh, this will be a bench trial, not Let's a single trial. today. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, so let, let's get back. Uh, pandemic starts. Yes. Uh, COVID, we know is real. We're not denying the you know that that COVID. We're we're not you know th- those type of conspiracy theorists. We know COVID's real. We know it. It can have some some major. Uh, issues to to humans and like we always say we are not anti-vax if you want to get the vaccine get it that's not what this is about we are we are freedom of choice and we've been freedom of choice from the beginning and that's why we are so strong and and still standing today yeah so (laughs) so 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 back to it um you are a nurse at that time right yes and you are working uh you know i don't need the hospital and what what division are you working in I worked in maternal child health, some other baby unit. Okay. It's my wife. Oh yeah. 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 She's labor delivery. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. 
All right. So, so this happens. And now obviously all the hospitals, um, once the the outbreaks begin, all Mm -hmm. hospitals begin to scramble, uh, you know, beds are full. There's an influx of, of patients coming in, exhibiting these symptoms, and you are being asked to continue to work. And I suspect, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, um, with inadequate PPE to function in, in your job. Mm-hmm. It, yes. Um, well, at, at first we weren't allowed to wear a mask. And that was when a lot of nurses were getting very, very nervous. And I think that's when Fauci was saying that masks weren't necessary. Okay. And so they pulled all masks from our carts. We have these Alma carts, which has all of our supplies on it. They pulled the masks and they said, you're not allowed to don't bring in your own home masks. Don't do anything. Do not wear a mask. And then fast forward. I don't know. Maybe how long did that last for a couple of weeks? It's whenever I can't really remember because it's whenever Fauci then changed his mind and said we had to mask. Yeah. I was just saying that to keep the reserves of masks for for people that mattered, right? Not first responders. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So then when he changed his mind, they were limiting our access to masks. So we, they still did not stock them back on the cart like they had previously done. We were given one mask at the beginning of our shift. It was handed out to each one of us. And that was it. And unless you were working with a woman who was in active labor, you were not to have an N95. So it was just, we were wearing just regular surgical masks. Okay. So that's the beginning. Uh-huh. Now, now the vaccine comes out and everybody that, you know, is for the, the vaccines is like, all right, this is great. Life is going to get back to normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to pause you right there. Yes, go ahead. Just because talking about masks. Yes. You know, my, my wife told me stories where they didn't even have N95 masks and they had to wear masks, but they had a surgical mask that they wore over and over and over again for a week, two weeks because they didn't have any masks. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Just saying the shortage of PPE. That's one of my yeah. Favorite. It's like, why? why? No, no, that's no. That, that's a, it's a valid point because yeah. I mean, that, that can lead to all sorts of, uh, you know, uh, bacterial issues, oh, yeah. if I'm correct, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, inadvertently cause, cause more sickness sure. than, than uh, wellness. With, so, with that being said, the vaccine now comes out. Yes. And they are basically toting this as this is the next greatest thing. And they didn't anticipate the pushback from those in the medical services field. Mm-hmm. And what, where is the trepidation? Where is the trepidation and, you know, the pushback coming from when this is supposed to, to end it all? This is supposed to, okay, the, the, you know, pandemic's over. So, so where does your perspective lie at, at this point? Okay. So I think it's, it's twofold. First is that just the sheer fact that there's a mandate about it itself causes a lot of pushback from people. You take away my, my body autonomy, you take right. away my freedom of choice, then absolutely not. What, why are you pushing it like that? That, that spins the wheels of a lot of questions. Why can't I just choose or not choose like every single other vaccine? For example, at my hospital, the flu shot, is strongly recommended, but is it mandatory? No. If you don't want to get it, you have other, you have an option B to do. You can't just, you know, run in and out of the hospital freely. You have to mask up for certain months of the year, but you have the option not to do it. So why, why are you forcing this one and pushing it so hard like this? It just kind of makes you want to take a couple of steps back and reevaluate. Right. So 
then my, my personal reason, my reason number two is I am breastfeeding and there is no long-term data on this vaccine to tell me that it is safe enough for me to do. We've had plenty of vaccines and medications where it's touted to be perfectly safe. And then a couple of years later, everybody's like, whoa, 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 just kidding. Probably shouldn't have done that. Right. So that's where my concern comes in. And, and since we're right on that point, uh, just maybe a lot of people don't know that you are a professional lactation consultant, yes. right? And you have yes. uh, yourbestmilk.com. Yes. Do you, you want to uh, just talk about that briefly? Just so people can, if, if like I have a sister-in-law that's breastfeeding right now, this mm-hmm. is, uh, there, there could be uh, really important information that they, that they can get out of this. Yeah, I, I have um, a private practice. Um, that is what yourbestmilk.com is. And to be perfectly honest, once I had baby number three back in March, I kind of let that side go by the wayside because she honestly had so many, she had a lot of lactation problems, of course, because I'm a lactation consultant and, um, she had a lot of health issues that I was dealing with. So I am just now starting to reevaluate what I am going to do with that practice. But that being said, I have an email list and an email that people can email me questions or just sign up for my um, subscription list because I do have plans for it. Um, I just haven't been able to get to them just yet because life took an unexpected turn with that post that I put up. Yeah, certainly. So, and, and that's great information. We, we wish you well on that. Uh, you know, it's always best to be working for yourself. Yeah. Um, so with, with that being said, we're, we're going to go back to, okay. you know, the, so we, we've hit your reasoning for not wanting to get uh, the vaccination, which is totally relevant and understandable. Um, and I'm going to jump ahead to, you know, now that the vaccines are going to eventually be mandated for five to 12 year olds, I think this is where the overreach and, and I've said it on previous podcasts is, is really going to start people are going to start to dig their heels in the sand on this. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean that by, you know, you might be able to force me to get vaccinated because I must face it. I'm a 40 year old guy. Um, don't plan on having any more kids. Um, and if you're going to take away my livelihood, I I'll probably roll the dice and do it. Right. However, if you're mandating my son or daughter to get vaccinated without any long-term data, that, that is a clear defined line in the sand. And I think that's where we're at as Americans yeah. right now. Absolutely. Would you concur with that? I hundred percent. So, so with that being said, well, you, I want to, I want to go to her post real quick. Okay. Were for the people that don't know, were you officially terminated or were, did you uh, resign? What exactly happened with that? <laughs> so that's been very confusing as many media outlets have portrayed it differently. I was terminated, but what my employer says is I was terminated due to my voluntary resignation for not getting the vaccine. Interesting wordplay. Very much. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah we're, it's very, we're it's very that. frustrating. Yep. I was terminated. I would still be working right now. Gladly. Um, but they would not allow me to. So with that being said, that wordplay, I suspect, is deemed by any unemployment agencies as a voluntary resignation. Therefore, you are not allowed to collect uh, eligible for unemployment. So that's how they get you, right? You hit the nail on the head. (laughs) Okay, so so let's get to that photo, right? Um, 
and I, I'm really condensing this and I don't want to feel like these other news outlets with you where I feel like we're, we're rushing you just to get through a segment because you're all, uh, you're our focus, right? So with, with that being said, I want to step back and talk about when you said, no, I, I'm not going to get the vaccination. What type of pressure was put on you to get the vaccination? Obviously, first, it's voluntary. If you're not happy about it, something's wrong with you. Now, mm-hmm. are, are they at the incentive phase for you where now we're going to pay you to get the vaccine or do something you get free donuts for a week or something like that? Some sort of incentive? Not, not through my healthcare system. It was the California state mandate rolled out. And within days, they said, because the California state mandate said um, fully vaccinated by September 30th. Right. Um, or you must test twice a week. Okay. My healthcare system said fully vaccinated by September 30th, or you are done. You are terminated. Um, so, no, there was no incentive. There was no push. It was just you either have an approved exemption on file, and we have an exemption um, review committee that will tell you whether or not this exemption is actually acceptable mm-hmm. um, or you are done unless okay. you choose to get fully vaccinated. I did so, not yeah. know it was California. I, I have to admit, I, w- I was going to ask you what state. So now we're at in California. Where are you? Or- San Diego. San Diego. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've got another podcast coming out with the uh, LA uh, fire department. Firefighters so, for freedom, which I saw you had yes. shared uh, some post. You know, yep. uh, and unfortunately, you know, you guys are, you know, first responders and, and healthcare workers are the guinea pigs for this mm-hmm. whole thing that's going to affect the entire country yeah. um, when it's all said and done. All right. So here we are. You, they, they basically said, all right, September, you have to have it. And so September mm-hmm. 30th comes. Mm-hmm. And where are we at? Okay. So what I had done was um, I applied for a medical exemption knowing in all honesty that I wasn't going to have it approved because on our specific medical exemption form, they had pretty much one criteria um, to allow you to get the medical exemption. And it was written in such a way that your doctor would be accused of perjury if they signed the form and it was not applicable to the one specific, I believe it was like anaphylaxis to the COVID vaccine. Okay. Um, but you don't know till you get it, right? <laughs> so, okay. um, so um, what I did was I wrote a letter along with it. And I said, I am not trying to be non-compliant because that's what they were accusing us of is non-compliance for not getting the vaccine um, with hospital policy. So I said, I'm not trying to be non-compliant, but here is what is stated about the vaccine and breastfeeding currently. Here's the fact that I had COVID while I was pregnant. And here is what's going on with my daughter specifically. All of these make me very uncomfortable with getting the vaccine while I am breastfeeding. If you could please grant me a temporary exemption for the duration of time that I am breastfeeding, I will be happy to test twice weekly and then reevaluate it when I'm done breastfeeding her. Temporary. Um, and you asked specifically said temporary. I specifically said temporary. Okay. Um, and they, interestingly enough, didn't get back to me until September 27th. <laughs> Just okay. like my saying, life. Very interesting. Yeah. Saying, sorry, it doesn't, that doesn't qualify as a medical exemption. 
Um, but we will give you an extra 30 days to get fully vaccinated. Um, you know, I can, I can kind of guess that maybe what happened was my file fell by the wayside and they forgot about me. Mm -hmm. And that's why they gave me an extra 30 days. I am not quite sure. That's just speculation. But anyway, extra 30 days. And I dug my heels in and a lot of people were saying, okay, Jen, you could go the religious route. Um, it's much harder for them to deny a personally faithfully held religious belief. And I said, no, that is not the reason I am doing it. I am taking a stand. I am breastfeeding my baby. I do not feel comfortable with this. You are not going to make me do this. And if it comes down to choosing between what I think is best for my child and my family or my employer, a hundred percent of the time, I am going to choose my child. Right. And and this comes into what, you know, I, I don't know if you really wanted the vaccination or not, but I think it goes into what I spoke about earlier is look, I can be compelled. Right. I, and mm -hmm. you know, because this is how I support my family or help support my family. Mm -hmm. So, but you, they crossed the line with basically saying, you're going to do this to your child. Yep. And I don't think that 30 days is, you know, uh, I don't think they lost your file. I don't think it was coincidence. I, I think that um, it was purposeful. My, my wife actually uh, filled out almost word for word what you just said, except she wasn't currently breastfeeding, but the possibility of, you know, or just trying to conceive. Uh, yes. And um, sure, sure enough, they waited till almost the end to deny the exemption. And not only through uh, employment, but she's working on her master's, right? And Aww. so, and so which, what's interesting is this whole last year has been online, you know, mm -hmm. and even being online, they denied the exemption. She's not oh. in contact with patients, you know, it's online. It's oh. so I don't the rational thought. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> she doesn't go into clinical setting for still months. Yeah. The, the, the um, rational thought is you're going to do what we say. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, that's what it is. I mean, let's face it. Uh, LA, LA fire department is about to lose potentially 30% of their fire department. LA city was good for LA. Right. Um, and, but once again, if you keep standing up, they, they, what they do is they kick the can down the road. Okay. Another 30 days. And they're yeah. waiting for that end all be all right. Yep. Eventually, yep. you know, there's an employee shortage in the United States. They're, they're, they're not going to be able to make up for 30% or, you know, how many percent well, of the, the nursing industry are, are like you that, that have stepped away. They can't possibly make that up. That's what I think is funny. There's an employment shortage and you have people willing to come to work, but you're firing those people, the people who worked through the pandemic, right. who were sitting at home, you know, either unable to work or now for some people who might be choosing to not because they're making some money elsewhere. Um, you've got people who are willing to work and work hard and you're saying no. Sure. You know, uh, what I, th I think is fascinating and unfortunately we're not going to find out for, for a couple more months um, are the, 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 and this, this is relevant to, to your uh, area expertise in maternity are the babies that are born that were conceived after a COVID inoculation. What, what health issues are we going to see with these children? Hopefully yeah. none. And I, I swear yeah. I, I, on everything I know that I hope there's no adverse reactions. Yeah, we just don't know. Uh -huh. And yeah. it, it, it's almost terrifying. And, but, and it's going to start happening and, and, what could you foresee? Is there anything you could foresee that, that there's going to be an uptick of with vaccinated mothers and passing transmissions to the, the child? I, I couldn't try and guess on that one. Um, 
because it would be so speculative that it wouldn't sure. be worth other people getting concerned about because right. I truly don't know. But and I don't I don't think uh, Americans have, have thought that far. Sure, sure, and I don't think that's <laughs> ever been a topic that has come up. At least for everything that you know, and we do a lot of our due diligence. Uh, we, we scour you know both left and right media yeah. sources, but that's never come up. Is we're no. coming upon that that time frame where babies are going to start being conceived in the next couple months yeah. that that are from vaccinated mothers. And while we're on this, I don't. I don't if it's too personal, just let me know. We can edit it out. But you you said you had contracted COVID while you're pregnant and, and yes. babies here and 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 you guys are then you said uh baby had some health issues. Um yes. you, you do do you relate that to COVID? No. No? Okay. I, I don't think so. She's um it's more specifically a lot of food protein allergies, which I have had previously, just not quite like this. Um but she was to the point where she was getting colitis. So blood in okay. her diapers and she was dropping oh, growth curves. Right. And by the time the mandate rolled out, I had just finally gotten her to a point where she was not losing weight anymore. She was starting to gain. She was starting to feel better. And I said, I can't introduce one more foreign thing to her that can potentially throw her off. Right. Well, well, thanks that, for sharing that. I, I was just curious. Yeah. No, that's. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, it's just. I fear for, for the future here because I, I don't know how they're going to spin it if there are, you know, hundreds of thousands of babies born with a specific, you know, ailment or, um, yeah. you know, and I'm not saying it has to be a, you know, it's not going to cause an influx of Down syndrome or, but I, I could honestly see a, a, a spike of autism, but you know, where are they going to spin that to? Once again, I don't want to get people worked up. Like you said, it's all speculative, yeah. but yeah. the problem yeah. is we we're doing this without knowing. And people like you who said, I'll get the vaccine, but I just don't want to introduce it to my child. That's right. all you ask. I don't think that's an unreasonable ask. No, I don't think it is either. So give it, give it a couple of years to, to see how it plays out. And then, you know, I, well, Jen, since you're pressed for time and, and I just, since you, we, you have an audience now, um, if you could tell them anything in this battle, um, what, what would you say to them? Oh man, you know, it's, it's a really tough position to be in. Um, what I found was when this whole bandit was rolling through for us, um, I was on a text chain and there was a couple of days spent where a lot of people were just going back and forth, angry, frustrated, sad, getting all of their feelings out. Um, but my specific personality is, yeah, you need to have the time to vet whatever that feeling is. And I was really angry and disappointed in the healthcare system that I once used to be so proud to work for. Sure. Um, but then after that, it's time to figure out what you're going to do about it. If you don't like the situation, it's time to decide. It's time to act. What do you feel most comfortable with? And make that decision, figure out how to be okay with that decision, and then move on from there. Share your story, whatever that decision was. And honestly, it's just you have to switch your mindset from the anger and the, I can't believe they're doing this to me to, all right, what are we doing from here? Let's I'm move happy. on. Let's make this something positive. I'm happy you said it just like that, because when, when we started this um, awareness um, and we had all these people that were messaging us and, and we were live streaming um, um, protests and, and all yeah. these things and all, you know, they were, 
they were they were standing strong at the beginning and i feel like they, they got wore down they got wore down and so many yeah. of them caved and just gave in and uh but like you said you, you know you got to figure it out you have to mentally defeat this and you yes. have to make your decision and you have to be okay yes. with it yes and for me specifically and this isn't this is not across the board it's a decision is really easy a really hard decision is easy for me to make when I think it's in the best interest of my children and, or my family. There it is. Um, so that, that was my line in the sand and that was it. And there was no going back once I had made that decision. So, so what's in store for you? Um, you know, I'm still working on figuring that out. I am definitely, I had some loose ends that I wanted to, um, make sure that I tied up from your best milk. I felt like lactation consulting is highly reactive. A woman has a baby. She realizes that there's a problem and she needed her lactation consultant to be there yesterday. Right. Well, let's stop that. Let's make it more proactive. So I have a program that I'm working on for the prenatal population to really start to learn the foundation of breastfeeding and how to be highly successful before they have the baby. So they have the skill set in place. That's why a lot of lactation consultants are successful is we have the knowledge before sure. we have the baby. So um, isn't it amazing yeah. that you've, you knowingly closed a door and something more spectacular uh, is opening for you? You know, it's been incredible. I, that's what I was saying when I was leaving the hospital and I was saying my goodbyes and it was just such a bummer. And I would say, you know, I have to believe that when one door closes, another door opens. And I had not a single inkling that a post that I would write to my private account with 200 followers that I made public just so some nurses could read would, would have this reach that it did. And, um, my, my goal right now is to just support as many, my, my passion is mothers and babies. So support as many moms as possible. So I think I'm going to broaden my horizon beyond just the lactation field and kind of open it up a little bit, but still support all. Sure. Well, I thank you. I know you are pressed for time. I thank you for taking uh, some time this morning to speak with us. Um, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much. You want to give your website again that people could reach out to you or your email address? Yes. Um, the it's, You could reach me either way. It's www.yourbestmilk.com. And then it's Jen, J-E-N, at yourbestmilk.com. That's amazing. And, you know, for our, our viewers now, this is another inspirational story of, look, you can, you can make that decision to not get vaccinated if you choose to, for whatever reason you want, it's your body. Yeah. There are other options out there. There are plenty of like-minded people like you, and it's just a chapter in your life. Uh, chapters, yeah. uh, just like in a book, they, they end and then new chapters begin. So I think really exactly. that's, that's the new paradigm we're living in is, I, you know, everybody's opening up a different chapter, whatever it may be. Yeah. And it, chances are, it's going to be a better chapter once you, you've got to go through it to get through it. And then you come out on the other side and you're like, okay, okay, we're here. And this is good. Whatever kills us or doesn't kill us makes us stronger, right? Exactly. Uh, whatever kills us could be the best. Exactly. <laughs> no, um, but, but having said that, we, we live to fight another day. We're all Americans. Uh, we, we all yeah. have our, our sovereign rights and uh, my body, my choice, right? Honestly. Yes. And, and freedom and of choice, and period. Freedom of choice. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And you give that away. We're living in a world that we, we don't know anymore. 
And so yeah. it, it takes patriots like you with just a simple post and standing your ground. Uh, it's inspiring. And so I want to thank you again from the bottom of my heart for my, yeah. joining us today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And the one thing I forgot to say is I'm posting mainly on my main Instagram page because I'm having a hard time balancing two. So another way people can kind of get a hold of me is at Jen G Peters. It's J E N G P E T E R S. I will, uh, I'll link everything. And when Perfect. I edit this, when I edit this video, I'll actually, I'll put your little Instagram handle like below you okay. through the whole thing so they can see it. Cause I know I'm that's... so new to Instagram. I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, you know, it, it's funny. Like our, our, huge audience of all places is Facebook. It's gigantic. We thought we'd be big on YouTube and, it, and we're so censored on YouTube. Like it looks like wow. we're not even looked at on YouTube. So wow. but like our, you know, we have videos on Facebook, hundred thousand watches, you know, yeah. it's just, it's, it's mind boggling. But Well, I hope you keep us updated. If there's anything we yeah, can do to you. assist you, once your website is up and running, we will plug Thanks it so as, much. as much as we can. Uh, you, you're an inspiration. You really are. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And I know it's like with, with uh, home life. So uh, we'll have fun watching soccer. <laughs> Thanks. All right. All right. Take have a care. great weekend, you guys. Right. You Thanks. as well.